Are you gonna sing it today? No, I'm not. Come on, you can sing it, man. I can sing, you sing. Well, I think I thought I thought I was gonna sing it. Yeah, I think I thought I thought I thought I was gonna sing it. Here we go. It is part B of intellectual property here on the Cheap Thought Podcast. Yes, it's going to be so good. Hey, we're going to do part B. Huh? We're going to do part B. We're going to do it. We're All right, Jim. <laughs> it's good to be back, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we're just having fun. Well, we're going to be talking about, last week we talked about, our last podcast we talked about, it was last week, intellectual property, which is trademarks, patents, copyrights. Copyrights, too. Yeah. And um, today we're going to be talking about some cases. I think you did some homework. I did a little bit of homework. And I was just reading it. They're so crazy, these cases, man. But funny stuff. Um, interesting. I was asking Ben before we hit the record button today. I said, what's more important, a, a judge and jury what's, or, or the public opinion? And uh, Ben said public opinion, but I, I think that depends on how many people are, uh, are uh, paying attention. You know? well, it's kind of like uh, public opinion. Or reacting to the decision, then it's really in void. Just because the whole public doesn't matter what the jury came out with. So, and those are just, I haven't thought of uh, trademark lawsuits, lawsuit or jury trials in general. It doesn't pertain to well, this case. Well, even in criminal case, you know, if. If you if you say uh, if if they find the person innocent, but everyone else goes no, you know O.J. Simpson, yeah, the person that everyone <laughs> the jury says one thing, but public opinion I mean, difference. Now, yeah. does it make a difference? I mean, he lost in civil. Yeah, court. but he's still out. I think he's in prison. Is he out? No, oh. he's in Florida. Is that considered prison? <laughs> <laughs> this time of year, you know, uh, it's not much different here in Corpus Christi, though. Uh, with the with the weather, my goodness! And Mexico itself is was it? Yeah, yeah. You just got back from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Central Mexico. What did you do down there, man? Did a little bit of teeth work. I know I could have did out the border. I decided to go to uh, go. did some. You just like I'm gonna drive on in here for the discount, do some shopping. Mm-hmm. Saves a lot of money that way. Sure. Even with insurance, can you believe that? Yeah. Did they take insurance down there? No. Well, <laughs> they might have their own, but uh, yeah, for me, yeah. no. But uh, yeah, just, did, did you have to? Uh, they'll take American currency. Uh, I, I do exchange, but right now the exchange in Mexico is really good because usually, um, if you convert your dollars into pesos, usually you get anywhere from eighteen to twenty. Right now, the the pesos up to sixteen, so now you get uh, valued more right now. I have it. That brings to mind, uh, I have a trucker story. I didn't know I was even going to tell this today, but I was, uh, I worked for a company. We had a drop yard down in Laredo and right at the checkpoint or, or right where you go across the border, mm-hmm. I had, I didn't have a trailer on the tractor 
And uh, I get in the line and I'm like, man, I can't go across this border. I jumped a median with that tractor, came up the road, turned around before I could get in there where you get all the booths and all that. Um, and turned around. I was going on a road the wrong way for about a mile and a half. And I mean, it could have been bad. Thank God. It was like Sunday evening. There was no traffic. There was hardly anyone there. And uh, I got out of there. But I could only imagine if I had the trailer. I don't know how I would have got out of there. Oh, I've done it. I, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> it's not this. like you can drive across the river and say, hey, I'm going to go over here and cut a U-turn, come back. <laughs> it's not happening. It's funny because I was in the radio as well. And I actually had a trailer. This is uh, probably two years in. And anyways, it was late at night because I was a night driver at the time. Fuel company mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, actually coming back, I took the wrong turn and I turned towards the bridge. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got to the bridge, like uh, I couldn't turn around and I had a trailer on me, so I couldn't do a U turn, like you said, like just jump over the medium. I'm like, oh no, because how it was is I would have to actually hit some things that would make a mark. And I didn't want to do that, so I went all the way down to where the cross. Uh, where the border patrol agents are, and I'm like, please don't make me go into Mexico. <laughs> they started laughing. I'm like, I made the wrong turn here, and now I can't turn around. Ugh. And but they're cracking up when they're like, please, don't, it's not the first. Please time. don't send me into Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was My company up. will fire me. <laughs> they will not let the truck back across. And I was like, whatever I do, like, please no. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I try to make it funny. But uh, so luckily I appealed to, to that officer. And he's like, all right, what I want you to do is uh, go straight. And the first left, take that left. And that will take you to a U-turn to come back around and just let them know. So now I actually kind of cross the, the line and I do the U-turn. So now I'm back at the border agents to actually cross it. So I did that. And then I cut all the way over, maybe 15, 18 lanes to get wow. to the truck side because those are all cars. But luckily, there's some truck side. And then I went all the way over there. And they're like, okay, uh, they're asking me for my papers. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, I made the wrong turn here. I didn't want to go no. into Mexico. I was like, Begging the guy. I never went in the there. Bridge. I never went in there. I never crossed the bridge. I <laughs> promise. <laughs> and it's I was on like, camera. And I was like, I'm empty. You know, I was here in uh, in Laredo, and he was laughing too because yeah, he already tried to feel. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? This is 20 years ago. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and then so he he was like, all right, go ahead. So then I left, and then I called up some buddies. They're like, oh, <laughs> I went to Mexico. They wouldn't let me come back. But I was just joking about it. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I made sure I didn't make that mistake again. Wow, I bet. Yeah, you don't want to make yourself? that turn. Did you make that turn more than once? No, 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 no. That was all it took for me. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> because I'd heard stories about people going. Like, like we, we had. I don't, I don't. Kodak is still in business. We had a big contract with Kodak, and and uh, Guadalajara made a lot of the chemicals for Kodak for the film. And uh, these were very expensive loads. They had another um, uh, plant in Rochester, New York. And that was a big run from Laredo to Rochester. But they would wait for the Mexican drivers to bring that across the border. Then they would disconnect the trailer. And the U.S. drivers would take that to New York and vice versa when you got down to Guadalajara or got down to Laredo. And one thing that we call it, we call it drop and hook. Something like drop that. and hook. You're not the drivers out there. Yeah. And so there was a guy, he got the dispatch, but they didn't change it. Hey, drop in Laredo. <laughs> he 
took the load into Guadalajara. Now, this is a story I told. Well, everything went great. And then he got another load out of Guadalajara, Mexico, and he gets back to the border and they won't let him across because you have to have, when you're in a commercial vehicle, you have to have all types of permits and things to come into the United States. And apparently uh, they held the, the U.S. agents held the uh, company's truck for ransom and said, look, you're going to pay a lot of money. You want this truck in, back in the United States. So, cause, so um, anyway, I think they fired the guy. I don't know. Because <laughs> you need uh, licensing uh, permits. I, I just thought, man, you're pretty, you're pretty brave to be driving this truck. We had pretty, pretty well new equipment, reefer boxes, refrigerated boxes, and um, nice stuff. Good stuff. And I've heard lots of different stories about personal, but they weren't personal. They're secondhand, third-party stories. So I tend not to because I don't know how true they are. Sure. Yeah, this is our Part B episode of Intellectual Property, talking about the trademarks, patents, and copyrights. Talking about your creativity. You got some ideas, man? Oh, I read one. We're going to get into this case. Nice. This is so good. If you are creative, you've got ideas. Hey, they're worth something. I, I want to encourage you to uh, research intellectual property. Look at what you can do to put your name on something and use your creativity for what you've done. And uh, when we get into these cases in just a moment, you are going to say, if you haven't looked these up, of course you can look them up, but then you're going to hear Ben and, and myself's opinion on, on these things, you know, a couple of trucker opinions. Hey, um, I've heard big stories about truck drivers saying, you know, we get to, we, we get to think a lot because we drive a lot and we can listen to podcasts like this and we can listen to music and we can listen to nothing, or we can talk to people, uh, on the phone, if your company allows that, uh, through Bluetooth, it is not legal to drive a semi-truck and hold that to your ear. We get to go around and look at so many things, so many ideas, and that's why Ben and I do this podcast as well, is because we want to talk about these things. Some people do, and some people want to listen, so we do it for the listeners as well. <laughs> Hopefully, people want to listen a little more. Um, anyway... Um, and the nice thing is, is it sparks the um, conversation when you talk to your friends or people that are coworkers, and you want to talk about something. It's good to actually share things that you learn, and like kind of like you get a little education, and then like a conversation started. So it's really good. And they're like, "Hey, where did you hear it? You can give us some credit or not, but uh, and just you know act like you're." Spend more time thinking about a subject, but uh, if anything, you can share it. Hey, I heard it on Cheap Thought Podcast. Yeah, and our email address is on anywhere where you log in. It is cheapthought2023 at gmail.com, and uh, that's good. Yeah, or just, uh, it's like me. Like, you just read some stuff, and then you regurgitate it, and it sounds all right sometimes. Other times, you got to dig into it. Like, it doesn't sound right. And then you start doing your homework about things, and then you're like, oh, a lot more problems. But we'll get into those in so uh, one thing uh, when I was thinking about uh, pretty much company brands that I've thought about actually lawsuits uh, I'm going to start off with the one here in Texas um, Bucky's oh Bucky's because it's been sold Bucky's we're going to talk about Bucky's yeah Bucky's 
Then yep, Bucky's again. So, uh, Bucky's. If you don't know, what is Bucky's? One of the largest gas station, well-known gas stations here in Texas. It's a franchise, so there's lots of them, and they're expanding outside of the state too, which is really exciting. They're known for suing their competitors, the oddest different reasons. Many years, uh, their lawsuit's been on a rampage, and uh, suing, and it's mainly to protecting their own rights. For their image, for what they're known for. I remember a Stuckies. Did they sue sue Stuckies? I don't know. If, uh, but I thought Stuckies was before Bucky. Maybe. But uh, I know they're well known for many, many cases over the years. For actually, uh, people that infringed in their rights. So maybe I don't know the story in particular for that case, but I'm sure if they become more well known. And Stucky is, and uh, there might be a case for it, maybe not. So I don't know all the details. So if I don't know, I'm not sure to talk about it. But uh, one thing that was weird is just the different reasons why. So if I remember one years ago seeing about, it was about uh, the Choke Canyon travel. So what they had was a alligator with a hat on. Well, and it's a cartoon alligator. I remember mm-hmm. Bucky's actually suing them because it was a cartoon character with a hat on. Wow. And so, but there's also a lot of that other don't look like that beaver. No, not at all. But they, they won in a lawsuit. Yeah, by the way, be, uh, Bucky's is, is a beaver. Beaver. Cartoon, right? Does the beaver, beaver wear a hat? Beaver? Yeah, the beaver wear. So people wear those t shirts. Uh, they wear the Bucky's beaver t shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's another one. That's another one. So they're they're known for going after people in their likeness. They don't want anybody else to have the same likeness as them. So it doesn't matter if it's not a grocery store. Like uh, they're also known for uh, suing like the Rio River groceries. It had actually a beaver as well, even though it wasn't the same thing. It was just a cartoon character of uh, a <laughs> beaver, and they didn't like it. They're like, no. You're too much in our likeness. Ben is showing me a, a, the, the, the difference. The and and the other one, which is the what? Frito? Frio. Like Frio, Frio, Frio River. River. Okay. Like Cold River. Frio River. And it, it's a beaver, but it's got two much larger buck teeth, like buck teeth hanging down. <laughs> and I know, like it was 7-Eleven. You're not taking my emblem. <laughs> a lot of companies go ahead and sue for their likeness. I worked for a company called... Um, pesos, and they were sued by Taco Cabana. But now you hardly see the Taco Cabana. Uh, um, we had one here in Corpus Christi, but uh, I don't think that's open anymore. I always liked uh, Taco Cabana. I think I remember seeing it in Austin. Yeah, there was, there's that in Austin. But two pesos was almost identical. I mean, the menu, everything. And somebody had to say, hey, I came up with that first. I don't remember two pesos. Yeah, you may not. I mean, but anyway, for my time. In Texas. Yeah. Since I'm talking about that, there's another lawsuit. There was another lawsuit a few years ago with the with the Chihuahua. The Chihuahua on Taco Bell. You remember? Yeah. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was big. Right? And everyone <laughs> well the two guys claimed that they came up with that idea. And uh I can imagine that's our Chihuahua. <laughs> and uh they sued for $30.1 million. Man, your ideas are worth something, Ben. I'd run for the border for that. 
<laughs> give me three million. Ben would do it for a hundred thousand. That's my idea. Y'all can add it. Give me a hundred thousand dollars right now. It's a fantastic idea. Everyone's gonna love you. Mm -hmm. If you want an idea, send Ben a hundred dollars and he'll just send you a cheap font idea. If you want a better idea, more. <laughs> <laughs> so did the those two gentlemen win that case against Taco Bell? I was just looking at that. Um, they probably settled out against something. Let me see. I, I, I was I was looking into that because there's so many, um, and there's so many to look into. If you look this up, it's very interesting um, and funny, and it'll give you something to uh, talk shop at work if you if you're just interested. Um, well, where did it go? Where did it? Where did it? There it is. The yeah. Okay. Um. I guess so. Uh, it doesn't say in this article that I'm reading, 2023, the restaurant chain stopped running the, the ads. I guess so. Well, I guess they won. Um. Hey, if you stop, if you you can. Get them to run your ads. They don't pay you enough money. You sue them, they'll stop running those ads. You know? Mm -hmm. That's true. And uh, another one, if we go over to, this, we think of Tennessee, they've always been caught up in suing people for their likeness or their image without sharing the royalties. They didn't have a contract with them. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's companies or t-shirts or just merch and said it, it could have just anything in the likeness that has whiskey in it with a black background or with um, just just any part that kind of looks like their their insignia they've they're well known for protecting their brand and their image and so it's really nice to see that like hey they're like we know our brand our image has value to and so without working with us, trying to copy our likeness, they're, they'll go after people. And they're pretty successful. Yeah. So because you, everyone's seen ads or seen a T-shirt or, or a hat or a coffee mug or something with someone's, or it looks like their emblem, their, their trademark, their brand, but it has something different written in there. You know, but you could get permission. You and can, it could be just the lettering, the style, or their font for, for Jack Daniels. They're like, no, that's that's ours. You can't use that. Well, we have yeah. a copyright. You know, it's within our in our legal bounds. So, you know, I'm like, hey, that's good. If you're using their flavor or you're using their likeness, then they should get royalties because they've been around for a long time. And everybody knows that will bring value to have your product in their likeness or use their product. Yeah. Um, we talked about the uh, last week or so we talked about the Mike Tyson case. Mm -hmm. um, the tattoo on Mike Tyson's face was That's used. That's a great lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. The artist that actually did the tattoo for Mike Tyson um, sued because in the second Hangover movie, uh, the dentist guy woke uh, up with the tattoo on his face. So they used that in the movie. The guy knew the artist knew they were going to use that in the movie. And he said, hey, wait, before you use that, before you release this movie, that is, I, I have patented that design. That is my design. You can't use that in the movie. Um, 
they settled out of court for some amount of money. I think I think he got about a hundred grand out of that or something like that. Probably That's a rumor, but I mean, it's it just to use your tattoo on a face in a movie. It's a very I don't know, like a hundred grand. He's, I know the movie made a lot, but man, I mean, you think about all the people you have to hire to produce such a thing and the travel and all that. I mean, yeah, but just to sue a company like that, how much money it would cost for a lawyer and the court fees and all that. I mean, he might not have walked away with a lot of money, but at least he protected his artistic rights on, you know, his pile. So good for him. Sure. That's good. Yeah. That's why we well, that's why we're doing this show because because hey, putting your name on something may be worth some big money. And another one, uh this I just came across looking for famous cases um for lawsuits, trademark. And it was new to me. I thought it was really cool. It was Marvel DC comic over the word superhero. Because <laughs> believe it or not, the word superhero is currently a trademark for both Marvel and DC comics. So my question is, is how is it both a trademark for both different companies? Did DC win that case? I think sure. I heard something about that uh, years ago. I was going through it. I haven't read the whole article. But uh, I thought that was crazy that they both have ownership of the word. I guess that would make it really hard for other franchises to use that word. They actually have it tied up together. And so pretty much, I think that just it allowed them both to use it. I don't think either one won. They both actually have the rights for so that's what I'm seeing here. I don't see, like, that's why when you're like, oh, didn't uh, DC win? And I'm like, eh, it didn't look like either one of them won because they both have it. So, I mean, they both have uh, legitimate um, rights for that, but it's so weird that they both have that. Like, I, the first person would have it, not the second person would have it. Or did they both apply for it at the same time? Or in that lawsuit, both of them got awarded the same legal right to use for that. If they're both using that today, I don't, I, you know. Yeah, they both are. They both got uh, equal rights. I mean, how could you sue for that? It's just superhero, I guess. It's a, it's a made-up word. They invented that. We think uh, comic books, you know, money, and then the movies sure. came even more money for yeah. them. All the paraphernalia goes with it. So you got to think, like, it, that they're going to hash out in court, and if there's neither one are going to win, they're like, you know what? We'll, we'll both keep it. So if you ended up uh, coming up with your own superhero character, and you actually call it a superhero, now you're going to have to worry about uh, two different companies going after you for it. So just be careful with your wording because you never know what's trademarked, what's you know that you can't. You got to do your your homework first and make sure you pay royalties first if you really want to use it, or just come up with something else. This is interesting. A cat fight. I'm looking at this with a between Kellogg's and and Exxon. Nice. <laughs> they both have, like, they both have the, the tiger. tiger. Like, that's my tiger. No, but those tigers don't even look alike. Well, you can't use a tiger. I mean, the Kellogg's Tony Tiger is. It's an animated uh, character. Exxon used a real tiger, except for maybe on their signs. I don't know, but on their commercials, Exxon had a real tiger. But, I mean, show them you're a tiger. 
put Exxon gas in your car and eat Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. And, um, you know, I don't know, maybe that should be our emblem for the Cheap Bot podcast, the Thinking Tiger. Mm. We're going to throw this into another cat fight. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be sued. <laughs> you don't get much out of truck drivers. We don't even own our own trucks. <laughs> yeah, we're company drivers. We're owner ups. It might be a different story, but uh, not as company drivers. Yeah. Hey, I said paraphernalia. You know, um, I was talking about, you know, merchandise and things. And that's what I mean when I say paraphernalia. But so many people relate paraphernalia to drug paraphernalia because they hear that when they're talking about uh, you're watching the case about uh, drugs they were arrested because they had drug paraphernalia that's just things associated paraphernalia means it's associated with whatever your subject you're talking about or whatever um product or brand or whatever so you know if you had a company and you sold coffee mugs with your emblem on there that would be your company's paraphernalia your t-shirts your hats your shoes your glasses your sunglasses whatever that'd be your paraphernalia so but speaking of that hershey hershey I'm sure they've had some lawsuits because they've been a big name for a long time they have their own town in Pennsylvania and if you ever drive through there, it smells like chocolate candy. It's really nice. You want chocolate. Yeah. It's there last year. It's nice. But there last year. Yeah. Hershey Park. Wow. Took the family on a family vacation. Wow. You just go everywhere, man. You just went to Disney World and Hershey <laughs> Park. Hershey Park the year before. Wow. Well, if you save your pennies and you pick up pennies off the ground at the at the stores on the on the cement on the on the parking lot, so, I mean, it adds up. So Hershey sued uh, a marijuana dispensary. Mm -hmm. And this is funny for, uh, you got to read this bit because it's hilarious. You want me to read it to everybody? or you want well, to well, this it? right here, because, okay, so they're suing, the, 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 the marijuana dispensary is using, um, using similar Hershey's type advertising, you know, the similar emblem, to market their product and they had reefer reefers reefers peanut butter cups which this is funny i can't well so apparently we look uh, apparently they resemble reefers peanut butter cups peanut butter cups which, um uh Apparently, uh, reasonable, it, 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 yeah, it, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups, even when you're not, high. even when you're not high, yeah, that's fine because <laughs> yeah, they're like, look, it doesn't matter if you're high or not, you can see that you're infringing on it. But you've seen that with a lot of different things, like whenever you would, like, I haven't seen it lately, but back in the 90s, it would be a lot of those things back and forth. So you'd have like the, the, the bubble gum that looks like chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's other things that were candies and lighters. So candy cigarettes. The candy cigarettes, too. Yeah. Now, were those backed by those uh, companies? More than likely. And I'm sure that's why you see them a lot less now because they're like, hey, let's get them. I could see those corporate guys saying, let's get them while they're young. You know, what's the best yeah, way? Yeah, to yeah, sure. No, sure. But uh, I mean, with everything. Look like, at that little kid with, yeah. with the candy cigarettes. 
Oh, you just like that. I got my own <laughs> cigarette. And it turns into bubblegum. Now it's vape. I see those vape places everywhere. And uh, I've never been in, I don't think I've ever been in one of those stores. But um, it's interesting. I've seen people vaping. And uh, some of them pull out some, like, the big old device. Puffing this mist everywhere. And then you'll see signs in certain restaurants, you know, no vaping in here. No, you know, no smoke. I grew up, we would go out to eat. We had smoking section non-smoking section and um anyway um then they do away with that they also do away with uh cigarette companies having cartoon characters or, uh, uh, or like a cowboy something that would appeal to children sure. they're like oh it's too close to that and so and yeah I think, I think they did that with the vaping lots too like they wanted to get rid of the the flavor and other uh Friendly candy flavored things that they were, they were appealing to children too much. So they had to change it. All right, we're gonna come, we're gonna talk about Angel Mama, Angel Mama, pancakes. This is a paid advertisement by the Corpus Christi Plain Crematorium, where all our deals are hot. You're gonna get a Hotter deal than what we have. Come on down. Even on Sundays, we give a high price deal. So just come on down. We're going to just make sure you're taking care of it right. Some of our sponsors. What can we say? They what can we do? What would we, we wouldn't be able to do this without them, right? Thank you. Thank you again. We really appreciate their support. Yes, yes, we do. Angel Mama. I was reading about um, Angel Mama lawsuit, and, and let me mention this person. Her name is uh, Anne, Anne Short Harrington. You may have heard of this case, but she was a contractor or an employee for Quaker Oats at some point. But at some point, Quaker Oats decided to use the image of her to put on their pancake boxes and syrups for the Angel Mama brand. And uh, she come back with a lawsuit. Now, this was interesting to me because they probably made a lot of money on this. But look at this figure, Ben. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I want you to witness this. Look at that figure. Now, that's a lawsuit right there. You see that number? Wow. Yeah. This not that's a. That's else. not a M. That's a B. Two billion dollars. Two billion dollars. How dare they do that to her? They could have put your picture on the box. You'd have done it for two hundred thousand. Probably for two grand. Two grand. <laughs> Your pictures everywhere. Uncle Ben. You know who, what I like? Like I see pic people put their pictures on um, on different products, food products, especially. But Paul Newman um, has his own had his own line, and he gave so much of the money for a char charitable reasons. But he used his own name and image and you can always use that you may want to patent that stuff for yourself um mark your own face your own thing you know put it on a peanut uh, bag and sell peanuts with your picture on it you can always do that you can do that with spices you can do that with many things and uh, see how well that markets and if you're good at marketing and advertising in america I always say ben if you tell people about it they're going to know about it if you advertise 
It's better to budget in advertisement on a lot of money because it's expensive, but it works. And that's just the way it is. If you advertise your product, you will get recognized for that and people will buy your product. So um, the Paul Newman brand stuff, the salad dressings, um, what else did, did he have? Uh, what else? Anyway, he, I, I just like those products. And then I like the idea, I like the way that, hey, we're going to give so much to um, charity. I, I forget which one that he uses, but, uh, you know, I think that's a fantastic uh, way to do a, do a business and uh, and give back. You know, hey, we're, we're not only going to go out here and try to make money off our business, but we're going to give this back and we're going to let you know what we're giving uh, back to, to our society to help people. And so it's, it's pretty nice. How do you think advertisers started off doing uh, billboards? like signs, and then from there they went into like maybe in plays or skits, and then on top of that, then they started doing like radio, then TV, and then I think he probably hit it off big because now you actually see it. Like you actually see the people's interactions with the commercial, uh, that advertising for that, and then later on, it just just steamrolls from there. And that like the ads on the internet just took it to the next. Yeah. Or I forgot about ad, newspaper ads. That's big, yeah. Because yeah. like you, you can take out a full full page or half page or quarter page, and, and that's big. I mean, you're uh, so many people are getting that paper, but they open that up and they see you, your business on there. That's that's big time stuff. Niche likeness to owner. Yeah. Your your name, your 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 um your trademark or your patent of whatever you create is so, uh, be so valuable. And we're talking about these cases and you see the importance in some of that stuff. Um, well, I mean, in all of it and then everyone, I mean, who knows what the value is unless you try that. So, um, I think it's important. I, I hope this intrigues the minds of our listeners. And, and I know it, it, it has intrigued me to want to learn more about uh, patenting things, copywriting, uh, setting up a business. Because whether I use that, whether we use that or not, we anticipate using that uh, for this podcast. But whether you use that or not, the knowledge in that and understanding the laws in that are, are, uh, are very valuable in itself. Because you can use that to help people, and if, like I think Ben mentioned this last week, if you um, if you know something about that, and you'd like to help us out with this podcast. Hey, let us know. Um, we'd like to talk to you, or uh, at least communicate with you somehow through email, text, something. And um, uh, yeah, we we like what we do, and we want to uh, we want to get our own brand for that as well. So our own brand. And as we grow, we'd love to learn more and how to do better at work. This platform is a good way for us to learn and also to help other people learn about different things and different angles, not just, just right. This is what we found. Like, no, actually look into it, look into a few different options or angles at that and give our truck drivers experience and our way of thinking about things so we can share this. Yeah, I was reading about some of those intellectual property lawsuits, reading some of um, the actual, uh, Law language, and I can understand. I'm like, man, they got words in it. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but then they have some. You know, you can always find something that's a little bit easier of a read. You know, understanding that you know it's layman's terms, truck driver uh, level education. 
But I mean, I could understand the most part, but it still drew me uh, to be uh, interested in that. And then maybe maybe I'll learn some more words, increase my vocabulary as well. Google search it, <laughs> have them break it down. Because yeah. usually they have root, call, root words for the beginning and end, and then they merge it together to make that word. So if you break it down to what does this side mean or what does that sound, or just Google it and it will explain it to you. Sure. So that's a nice thing about it. But yeah, I mean, that's the reason why they got to prove their worth to their company and actually show like, hey, we made this complicated so it would be harder for the competitors and lawyers to be with us because we're on the next level. We're, we're saying words people don't understand. Public information but, is free unless you want it um, recorded, whether it be printed on paper or if you wanted to. I don't know if they sent it to you in the documents, email it if you request it. I don't know how you get that. Usually, generally, it's supposed to be free. And you can get public information, inf um, information on knowledge, uh, and you can package that, and uh, and you can sell it because you package it, I guess, or something. People do this all the time. I see that on on the internet. People are always selling, you know, background checks, or they're selling information that if you if you dig enough, you can get that information. Yeah, you did your own legwork. Yeah, it'd be for free. But you can use the thing I see with that because I like to look a little bit broader and see a little broader than that is that you can get that information and then you can become use that as tools to be creative in your own uh, with your own ideas about it and um, you know that's what we're doing right now. So I, with with this podcast, you know, we're just putting our opinion on on uh, different cases with the intellectual property. Did you have another case, Ben, you want to talk about? I was just going to mention something. Okay. Well, all right. We'll fill you in on that. So you don't want to infringe on someone's uh, creativity. If someone else has created something. You know, they've patented, they have a trademark. You don't want to infringe upon that. And that's what these lawsuits we're talking about today. Um, you want um, you want to create your own uh, trademark. There's a way of going about um, doing that. You want to do your do your homework, like Ben was saying. And um, there's ways to do that without getting going through a paid service. There are many companies out there that will charge you a fee if you want to um, get your name on that. You can go directly through, what has it been? Well, it's the USPTO. So that is, is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. If you okay. want to go to their website, look up them, go to their official government website. And then you want to find out like, if, if trade, uh, filing for a trademark is right for your business. If you want to decide whether or not the trademark is right for your business, you want to obviously prepare your application. And then you just um, you send it over, your account over to them. And then they're going to let you know if it's something that's already been done, because I'm sure they're not going to let you trademark it if somebody already has a trademark. And I'm sure there's a lot of hoops that you got to go through. Well, yeah, you would hope not. Yeah. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. They let something through. Because maybe Because that makes me wonder, them. like, if someone's suing somebody, mm -hmm. but. They, they filed for a trademark, too. But somebody said, no, that's too close to ours. You know, you can't use that. Well, they got this through the government. 
And then eventually they said, okay. But maybe it's close, but there's still argument for it's different. I think that's why you see pending um, patent. So you'll see that with companies and stuff. They, they have their, there's like, I've, the things I'm talking about are more like for supplement industries that I see the most. It's like, you'll say pending patent. So they're trying to get a patent. Then a couple of years later, it's still saying pending patent. You're like, all right, now what's, are they going through litigation right now with another company trying to find out if it's, they can't use that word or a certain phrase or whatever it might be. I don't usually look into those I'm, things. I'm sure in songs, um, I'm sure, I'm sure in, the music in, in songs, there's like different, you have to have so many different notes when songs sound, they sound similar. And then, you know, there's, there's other lawsuits like the Vanilla Ice uh, got sued by Queen because ding, 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 ding. I don't know which one was which, but they tried to claim it was one little ding, ding in there that wasn't the same as the other ding, dings and the ding. I don't know, but the Vanilla Ice lost the case. I don't know how much he had to pay, but um, the reason why he's doing reality TV shows. Yeah. That's and a good Living off those royalties <laughs> like MC Hammer. <laughs> He knows a lot of people in the business. He can, uh, I, and I'm not knocking it at all. Like I've, I've only seen like one or two episodes, and it looks great. So. Yeah. Your first album came out great. Uh, when your next album's released, we have a big house over here. We'll sell you. The problem when you only have a one hit wonder. One hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's not as bad as or the Millie Vanilli said. We're just going to lip sync your whole yeah. whole thing. But they were, but they actually had the people with them that actually wrote it out and and sang it. They so, were just but, better dancers. But uh, they had the look that they thought that they would sell and the dance and just the whole image. And so I think it would have still flew today if they didn't pretend like, like no, this is us. Like, that's what they, uh, what they implied to everybody is like, we are those guys when they weren't. And you, to but me, it's it's so many people, you would have to trust keeping that secret because you have to involve so many people to do that. I mean, you're traveling around performing. And you're like, why do you need to? Why do you need to have this in the back? <laughs> and it has to. The timing has to be right. And, uh, the guy standing there on stage is that guy ever going to hit the play button? <laughs> well, um, I don't know if you've seen it. I saw it on the internet, so who knows if it's true? I'm guessing it is. But uh, I remember somebody actually separating the voice. Like this is how good they were. They were able to separate the audio signals coming from uh, Britney Spears when she's performing on stage. They singled out her mic itself. So you got to think she's. This is in her heyday when she was super popular and touring, and she was performing. So you got to think it comes a lot out of it. So they actually isolated her mic from everything else, and it sounded. Like because she's out of breath, she's she's yeah. more lip singing to her own music that she made in the, um, in the studio. She, she was lip singing. Yeah, she was, and so she would say in the words, and sometimes she would have more vocal to it or not. But either way, it was it was anything anybody. If they didn't have it pre-recorded, nobody would enjoy that. Well, I I don't see how they do it. I mean, two or three hundred dates a year. If you did two hundred dates singing every night, and you're you know, you got the pipes to do it. You can you can well it out there, but then every night, that's a lot of sprain on your chords. And you want to perform, you want to give the best performance. I can see why they'd want to do that, but they do kind of treat cheap yeah. the, the ticket. 
the ticket buyers, you know. Yeah, because you think they're doing it. But you're there for being entertained. But then again, she had her own lawsuits against her own father because he was able to show that she was mentally stable and he held on to her money for, what oh, was it, 20 yeah. years or something like that? Oh, for wow. a long time. And I'm like, she's an adult. <laughs> And yet you're still playing that part like, oh, no, I need to control her money because I know it's best but because he got a good lawyer. I mean, and I'm just going off of what I've heard over the years. So I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah. I don't want to be sued by anybody. Uh, but uh, that was my impression of those things. There's been a lot of cases like that with child stars, you know, actors, with it, actors, actresses. And, and they become famous and they get grown. They're like, hey, did I make some money? Mom, dad, I should be. Y'all should have money for me to go to college. And they're like, well, and parents, yeah, because they're like, I had to support you. I had to do we this took, and this. For you. We took you to school in a Cadillac. Yeah, <laughs> you bought this house, but it's, you were not young enough, so it's our house now. Yeah. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, what's her name? Thing like an angel. Um, I'll think of it in a little bit, and then I'll tell the rest. Well, I could tell the story. So. She's uh, she's from Alaska, and she was a solo artist, and she did a real heck of a deal. When uh, and she uh, she wrote her own music for the most part, and she came out with several different Albert, uh, albums, and it did very well. But from what I was hearing from her talking about it, is her mom came into her life and was like, "Oh, I I can be your account manager. I'm sure yours is stealing from you and just made up stuff." And then over decades, she come up with faults. Uh, paperwork showing bank statements, everything uh, made up, acting like hey, she still has this money when she doesn't, and then just made her broke. Like just who who was that? I gotta think. Wait, ways of stealing people's intellectual property, or just stealing the money they make off of. Yeah. So the mom just <laughs> stole all that, and then she actually. I'm accountant. I'm your mom. I can uh, take care of this for you. And then she had to take a loan out to pay her mom off to get her out of her business and out of her life. Wow. For money that she didn't even have. And then and then uh, her mom's like, you need to get back in that studio and start cutting some albums. Yeah. So it just it sounded horrible. Like, I can't believe I'm gone. I, mean, uh, I listened to her when, back in the 90s. She country, rock and roll? Pop. Country pop. Wasn't Shania Twain? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> She's Canadian. Um. I'll think of it later. It's terrible. I didn't think about even saying this on here. Oh, but the uh, solo. And that's what makes this show very special. Yeah, but uh, I I listened to her actually. I didn't even know the story until I heard her on Joe Rogan's podcast tell the story, and I'm like, wow, I, I had no idea. But it, again, that was a long time ago when I even heard that. So actually, I'm sure I have her on my playlist. So. That's, I mean, choose sure. And we're going to catch that. I guess we'll catch it. Mention it on the next podcast. Bit. Okay. I can do that. We can do that. We'll be talking about that. That's a, just about a wrap for the Cheap Thought podcast. Um, yeah. This is what, 15th episode. We're glad you uh, listened to us talking about intellectual property. Anything being anything? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're good. Time. Out of time. No, I'm just grateful to be here again, sitting down with you talking. It's and, good. Uh, it, it's great. I'm glad. Um, we're always trying to do a better job each and every podcast. We're trying to grow. Please reach out to us on social media or email and uh, let us know how we're doing. Brent is still waiting for emails that pertain to him so I can forward them over to him. No, no, no. All right. No. You, you have to screen and filter those. No, no, no. 
Not, yeah. not at all. You can. I'm sure you're good with. If there's any, one bad word in there, we block you. No, <laughs> we have to edit the whole thing. We just can't go. It's good. Thank you all again. That's another cheap thought podcast.